Mic check 717. This is Eric T. Jones, a.k.a. Brother Jones, and I just need five minutes of your time. Although April is considered National Minority Health Month, it's Black Health Month for me because its origin harks back to 1915 when Booker T. Washington established National Negro Health Week. This year's theme for National Minority Health Month is Give Your Community a Boost. Regarding this theme, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health states the following. The theme focuses on the continued importance of COVID-19 vaccination, including boosters, as one of the strongest tools we can use to protect communities from COVID-19, which has disproportionately affected communities of color. CDC data show that some racial and ethnic minority groups are at an increased risk of getting sick, having more severe illness, and dying from COVID-19. I have an issue with this year's theme, not because I don't believe in a vaccine, FYI, I'm vaccinated and boosted. Rather, I have an issue with this year's theme because it doesn't tell the whole story. Yes, COVID-19 has disproportionately affected Blacks. Yes, Blacks are at an increased risk of getting sick, having more severe illness, and dying from COVID-19. But the question is, why? During the first year of the pandemic, there was talk about Black people's underlying health conditions being a reason why they are disproportionately affected by COVID-19. But that point raises the same question. Why? Why are Black people more likely to have underlying health conditions, which makes them vulnerable to COVID-19? All too often, people use genetics to rationalize underlying health conditions within their family. How many times have you heard someone say, high blood pressure runs in my family? Plenty of my family, friends, and foes have said the same thing. I've said it too. But I've since learned that this statement normalizes certain medical conditions as if they're inevitable. The National Institute of Health reports that scientists estimate that each of us carries between 5 and 50 mutations that carry some risk for disease. Some of us may not experience negative consequences from the mutations we carry, either because we do not live long enough for it to happen, or because we may not be exposed to the relevant environmental triggers. Now the question is, if every human carries a genetic risk for disease, why do racial health disparities exist? Well, the answer is in a passage I just quoted. It's environmental triggers, which are heavily influenced by racism. It's essential to keep in mind that these underlying health conditions, like high blood pressure, are multifactorial, meaning the interaction of multiple genes and environmental variables trigger them. Therefore, we can't just say high blood pressure runs in a family. Nope, racism runs in a family. It's the social, political, and economic environment that is causing premature disease and death in Black America. For the Black people listening, when you visit a doctor and they ask you about your family history, his, her, their question is limited because it doesn't consider the social history. It doesn't consider the political history. 
It doesn't consider the economic history, and it certainly doesn't consider black history and how this history has shaped black health. Throughout April, I'm going to highlight some of these underlying health conditions, like high blood pressure, among others, and explain how these conditions are intertwined with racism from a historical and contemporary perspective. Because black lives will continue to die prematurely until black health matters. <laughs>